Hi, thanks for listening. This is the It's a Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hilla Korn, and each episode we get the chance to talk with another amazing Flutter developer. This episode, we're lucky to be speaking with Emily. Welcome, Emily. Really happy to have on the podcast. Can you share a bit about yourself? Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I've worked as a software engineer on a couple different teams at Google, on the Dart team, on a machine learning team and computer vision, and now I work as a developer advocate on the Flutter team. And outside of my day job, I am an actor and improviser. Very cool. How'd you end up on the Flutter team? Some people on the Dart team knew about my theater background, and they thought this meant that I would be a good public speaker. And so I started giving talks about Dart, and then I was asked to give some talks about Flutter since they're closely related. And over time, I found that I enjoyed giving talks and interacting with people. So I looked into shifting roles to the developer advocate position, and they were nice enough to bring me on. Can you describe your role a bit on the team? Yeah. So as a developer advocate, my job is to educate people outside of Google about how to use Flutter and then also to understand the challenges that the people around the world are facing while using Flutter. And then I can bring that feedback back to the core development team. And in practice, this means I write lots of sample Flutter apps to illustrate how to use something. And then also, I also write lots of packages that people might find useful, or sometimes it's just sending pull requests to the core development team if I see an issue and they don't have the bandwidth to fix it themselves. So as a community member, I've seen tremendous growth over the past year. What's it been like on the inside? Has it been challenging scaling to support all the new developers? Yes, yes and no. So um, one thing is we I'm, we try to focus on forms of communication that are scalable. So things like making videos and writing articles and things. But then also it's a challenge for me because I also believe that for some people, they need like that extra push to get started. And that, of course, is hard to scale. So one thing that I want to do more of is I'm, I'm hoping by educating people that they can then educate others so that we can kind of scale by adding more people that are eager to educate others. Nice. Sounds like an excellent plan. I've really enjoyed the, the Flutter Widgets 101 series. I thought those were excellent videos. And I like how I think each of your personalities really comes through. Can you talk a bit about how the videos are produced? Do you guys write them yourselves or what's the process like? We basically write our own scripts and we kind of share it amongst the team and depending on the topic, maybe with the core development team too, just to make sure that everything we're saying is factually correct. And then we film them. There's there's a process back and forth. So like it gets filmed and then we get the, we'll get like a rough cut and then we have feedback. So we're kind of, we kind of work as the, you know, the writer and then also like the talent on screen and then also the director because we're kind of giving feedback on the edit and then we go back and forth to the point where we're happy with this whole thing. It's kind of cool because I've worked on other like artistic film projects and normally you don't get like control over the whole the whole process. So it's it's pretty fun. Very cool. Definitely shows in the results. Uh, I think we had Matt on the last episode. He mentioned you guys are maybe working on more videos, uh, which I'd yes. love to see. That'd be excellent. Stay tuned. There's there's more to come for sure. Nice. Uh, are there aspects you like most working with Flutter? Yes. So, goodness. A hot reload, of course, is like my favorite thing because it makes development super fun. And before working on Flutter, I, I actually considered myself pretty much a back-end programmer. And I 
tended to dread UI development because I thought making layouts was slow and frustrating and it was hard to make things look nice. Take example, CSS was not really my friend, but it's strange because I, I do like design, but before Flutter, I just found the process really frustrating. But with the Flutter layout system plus hot reload, my life is so much better and I actually enjoy designing my app. Awesome. I don't think CSS is anybody's friend. <laughs> uh, are there any things in Flutter you'd like to see changed? Yeah, so when Dart was created, it was intended to be a web programming language, and things have clearly evolved since then. And with the success of Flutter, Dart is increasingly being compared to other mobile development languages like Kotlin and Swift. And so I'd like to see more changes in Dart itself to give it additional features so that UI development can be easier. And the good thing is that I sit next to the Dart team, and they are working hard on making those changes. They're working on on making writing up proposals and implementation plans for a bunch of features. So expect more to come so that uh, UI development can be even better. And I guess the other thing is I'd like to see our com community continue to grow and become even more diverse to the point that Flutter developers are just like a representative population of the world. And as I mentioned a little bit ago, that means that like I'm eager to mentor people so they can learn Flutter and then go on to share with other people as well so we can scale. I started a community called the Flutteristas on Twitter, and there's also a Slack channel made of women and non-binary Flutter users. And it's the goal is to, so that people can learn from one another. But I, I do believe that we can do a lot more. And uh, I think Flutter is at a really important point in its lifespan in terms of growth that we need to bring in more diverse types of people right now. Very cool. I think Flutter is great that no matter what your background is, you can kind of come to it at a clean start and be productive. You know, I came with a web background versus a mobile background, but we're still able to make sense of it. Yeah, totally. Well, and, and related to that, I mean, that's one thing that I really enjoy about Flutter is writing mobile apps. There's such a diverse variety of applications that people need based on their use cases. And this really democratizes that process. So if you can imagine something that you need, then you can create it and hopefully it will help sort of diversify the array of apps that are available to people. Definitely. Uh, are there any Flutter tips you can share? So if you, before you build anything, I recommend you check out Pub, the package management system for Flutter, because oftentimes you'll find that most things that you need have already been built. It's, it's great that we've got like a huge and growing community of packages I guess just say, don't go it alone. You can you can make your app even more awesome when you leverage what people have already built and you can spend your time on making more new things or more new packages. That's good advice. Uh, do you have any thoughts in general on state management? Yes. I recommend for someone who's just starting out that they use scope model. The majority of cases, of use cases, scope model is appropriate. It's the simplest to understand and to get up and running. In fact, I, I just gave a talk two weeks ago at the DevFest Orlando, where we showed how to use scope model in practice. And the code for that is up on my GitHub. It's called the doghouse is the name of the repo. But yeah, start with scope model. If you find that you have like an enormous code base, then maybe something like a block is appropriate. Or if you're really familiar with Redux and you want to keep doing that, by all means, do that. But scope model is a good starting point. Excellent. We'll make sure to include a link to the repo in the show notes. People can review it. Sounds good. Is there any advice to give to someone who's just starting out? Well, a couple things. I recommend 
if you're starting out with Flutter, the Flutter Code Labs are a really good place to start. I really believe that the best way to internalize concepts is to learn by doing. And in this case, that means coding. And I think that the Code Labs are a really good blend of explaining concepts, but then also having you write code as you go. So it's a good way to like get the process of developing an app and then understanding how things work. And then if you're learning Flutter on your own, this is just a general suggestion for any new thing you pick up. Like if you want to learn something, I, I recommend finding a buddy to learn the skill with you. And it's just, you're much more successful if you have someone to bounce ideas off of or to help motivate you. And so it's, it's nothing to do with Flutter itself, but you know it's more fun when you are able to work with someone else as well. And then relatedly to that, I encourage you to reach out to the Flutter team or get on the Flutter study group Slack channel because, yeah, we don't want you to feel alone and you should be able to bounce ideas and have questions off of us. And we want you to have fun while you develop Flutter. Those are great, great tips. I would say the Flutter Slack channel is amazing. Uh, people are so incredibly giving with their time. Uh, I've yes. been blown away myself and people come in with a question and they're leaving with an app where people just really <laughs> kind of... Uh, uh, are incredibly generous, and it's a great community. Very well. Yeah, it is really is really impressive. ID of choice: IntelliJ, Android Studio, VS Code. VS Code for sure. Actually, up until like maybe a year and a half or so ago, I was strictly a Vim user, and so I like VS Code because it's very minimalist. But then I find it good for exploring a new code base and then it's also great if you're going to give a presentation it's because you can like hover over things and it gives a little preview of the classes it's it's pretty nice and finally anything else you'd like to add or promote nothing huge just stay tuned for the mobile world congress that we're going to be at and then google io which i am preparing for and if you have any questions or anything you can contact me on twitter i'd love to hear from you Nice. Emily, thank you very much for taking time to be on the podcast. If anyone listening would like to tell their story, go to itswitches.com and click podcast in the top right. Thanks for listening. <laughs>